Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you led to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic right here at your Psychic Connection. So, um, you know, I thought tonight's topic would be really, really fun, and that's past lives. Now, um, I do, I do want to tell you something. I have, now I haven't seen these in a while. I have a deck of past life oracle cards with its guidebook, of course, and for all of you guys that know tarot cards, they have so many different oracle cards now. I, just too many, too many to even count. Anyway, for all of you that have listened to me over these years, I had such a, an interesting time coming into my own psychic self and who I was as a psychic uh, being and stuff. Because I used to be one of those, I think it's Minnesota, prove it to me kind of girls. Because the things that were happening was like, it's like, I'm not, sure, I'm not so sure if I believe that this is real. And, of course, God just kept leading me in this direction. So 
this is just, you know, just this is just the water I swim in, the water I live and breathe in. Anyway, so when I picked up this past life book, the Oracle cards, you know, with past lives, I was going like, ah, I'm still not so sure about this stuff. And then I started shuffling them, and I said, well, okay, you know, just go ahead and tell me a little bit of something about, well, see if I can pick up something on myself as far as uh, a past life for myself. And then a card flipped out, fell on the floor. I picked it up, and it was like scribe or writer. Now, as many of you guys know, I'm in the middle of writing my books right now. And uh, people have been asking me to write my books for like the last, you know, 35 years or so. So you can imagine trying to pull 40 years of psychic experiences together so I can really give you guys some nice uh some of my own experiences, and everyone's experiences are so different. When that card fell out, scriber writer, I was going like, you know what? I like this. That's kind of cool. So what uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about past lives tonight. I will pick up some past lives on you guys because that's what tonight's topic is about, and you can ask a psychic question also. So I want to tell you, um, the things that I believe about past lives and um, and karma, like some of the stories that I'll be writing, I have a little granddaughter, and pretty much a lot of my grandchildren are very open to the spiritual field. They're pretty psychic themselves, as a matter of fact. Uh, when you come into my house, the one picture that I have in the hallway is of my granddaughter who had said to me, Grandma, she goes, I see spirits in my bedroom every night. She goes, and it scares me. And I said, well, hang on. I said, let me let me check. And I said, nope, those are your spirit guides and angels, honey. They're watching over you. And then within a week, it was her birthday. So I was taking pictures with my new camera, which I, they said with this new type of camera that it cannot take double shots. And there is a woman standing behind my granddaughter. You can see the spirit. You can see a full figure standing behind my granddaughter with her arm gently uh, covering her shoulder and then there's another figure in the coffee in the excuse me in the uh, picture as well so it's kind of a cool picture and it's the same one that you see with abraham lincoln and mrs lincoln as abraham lincoln is standing there they've caught pictures like this years past many years past where abraham lincoln is standing behind his wife and with his uh, arm over her shoulder as well very cool stuff so anyway getting back to my little joanna She's been very, very psychic since she's been very little. And um, there was a time when my new grandkids were being born that I would take my kids to uh, a water park. And this one night, all the other kids had to go back to school. You know, the next day was school. But Joanna was, I think, before kindergarten. And she just happened to be on the pillow a little bit higher than me. And we were starting to relax to watch some TV we didn't turn the TV on yet. And she suddenly said out of nowhere, she says, you know, I used to know you when you were little. Now imagine that coming from somebody that's not even five years old. And in a very, not commanding voice, but a, but a very kind of, uh, how can I say it, confident voice that just matter-of-factly said, you know, I used to know you when you were little. And I'm going like, whoa. And it really me, took me off guard. 
And so this comes back into the reincarnation past life topic, right? And right away, my head was scrambling. And I said, well, um, okay, then would you call me? And because I figured, why not check it out, right? And so she started to rattle off little words, and then she said, mouse. Well, that's what my mom and dad, who were both dead at the time, used to call us, mouse. So that really took me aback. I was, like, quite surprised. So it was kind of cool. And Joanna, uh, she just has a full uh, a full life full of all these different psychic experiences. So very fun. Um, another thing that just happened the other day, my one of my great-grandchildren, she's... Um, she lives in a different state, and they were looking at the ornaments. And my granddaughter said, Grandma, I know you think that that my granddaughter is your mother, which I do. I do believe that my granddaughter is my reincarnated mother because at the time of her birth, I psychically saw my dead sister and my dead aunt standing around my granddaughter saying, Congratulations, you're getting reborn. And they were they were celebrating whoever it was that was being reincarnated, and I just said, "Well, that's got to be my mom, because those are the people that were closest to her." Now I could be wrong, but anyway, one day, just uh, like I don't know, probably about a year or so ago, I was talking with my granddaughter, and she suddenly says, "Hey, sis," and I said who are you talking to? And she goes, I'm talking to Evelyn. I said, why are you calling her sis? She goes, because that's her nickname. That's what we call her. (laughs) That was my mother's nickname. So these are the little things that when you guys are looking at, you know, possibly past lives, were you here before? What are some of the patterns? Uh, Things like that. So much fun. These These are really some great things to really look at. Now, the cards with Brian Weiss, and Doreen Virtue. Brian Weiss was very well known for um, past life regression therapy. Now, when I was a practicing hypnotherapist years ago, that was one of my favorite, favorite topics of all time, is to take people into past life regressions. And I'm telling you guys, there's nothing more astounding than you being in an altered state of reality in this just amazing state, kind of floating back to a past life. You feel it, you see it, you hear it, you know it's you. It's not somebody else, and it's kind of like you're in a little bit of a dream state, but your consciousness is so aware. You can feel the sand under your feet. You can feel the wind on your, on your face. And this is not just by people suggesting it. This, you know, the hypnotherapist suggesting it, they suggest that you go back to a time that was really important to you and, you know, that might pertain to this lifetime that's going to help you move past some issues or just going there for fun. So past lives are just simply amazing. So we're going to get into this topic. Now we're going to go ahead. I'm going to uh, take um, every caller as a separate caller, and I want to go ahead and do uh, a past life card for you to see if this makes any sense and many times you guys already know i don't need the past lives i can many times just look at somebody and go like uh like it was god this was about two months ago one of my clients was here getting a reading and i looked at her and i was like oh my god 
I said, are you afraid of water? Now, what I saw right away was the Titanic, and I saw her drowning on the Titanic. That's just true. I mean, it's just, it was like, I was looking at her, and it was like, holy moly, she drowned on the Titanic. And I said to her, I said, are you afraid of water? And she goes, I am scared to death. And I, I kind of had to chuckle a little bit, and I didn't mean to be inappropriate. And it's like, I bet you were afraid of water. And uh, and I told her. I, she says, you really think so? And I said, positively. That's the picture that came up right in front of me when I was when I was reading you. So that was in her energy field. That was still in her aura. And as you could hear, she's not over the fact that she drowned on the Titanic it has come with her into future lifetimes. So how many times she's been reincarnated since drowning at the Titanic, I don't know. But I know what I saw, and I don't know how many lifetimes that she's brought this fear with her. But that's why past life regressions are really great because, you know, as Brian Weiss has said here, You've got uh, help you understand your old patterns and behaviors so that you can under, understand and overcome the negative blocks so you can enjoy a greater happiness in this lifetime. That's why past life regressions are great. You can actually see who your husband was that you're currently married to right now in a past life. You can see who your mother was. In past lives, we change sexes, we change like your mom could have been your brother in a past life, your son may have been your father or your mother in a past life, things like this. So it's so much fun. So let's go ahead, and I'm going to go ahead and start taking your calls. And again, remember, we're going to look at a past life for you. And then if you'd like to ask a question, let's do that. Okay, hi caller, who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, uh, this is Ashil from New York. Ashim? Ashil, A-S-H-I-L from New York. Thanks, Ashil. How are you doing? Not bad. I'm interested in uh, knowing about my past lap. Sweet, sweet. All right, well let me take a peek here. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna shuffle these cards for you, Ashil. Okay. All right, now I can already tell you psychically what I can see you doing in a past life, so I'm going to tell you that as well. But I want you to tell me when to stop shuffling these cards, okay? Okay. Stop. Okay. Now, can I tell you what I see you doing in a past life? Yes, sure. For sure, I've seen you being a merchant. Wow. I don't. I don't even know if you've ever done any selling or if you've owned your own store. Yeah, that's that's what I do. <laughs> that's what you do now. Yes, yeah. 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 I see you being a merchant. I see you selling stuff. I think you've done this probably many lifetimes. They say that we certain things from different lifetimes that we love. Now this is fabulous. Now, so I just opened up the tarot cards, or excuse me, the past life cards here. And they talk about finances. So earning money and this, the, the money is very, very important to you, correct? Yep. Okay. And are you supposed to, I just want to ask you this one thing. Uh, Ashil, are you supposed to be going across the ocean, honey, sir? Are you supposed to be going across the water? Uh, no, that I know of. No, no, for now, but. You know, I would love to, you know, I've been thinking about loving traveling, so 
but it's not something that I'm planning to do right now. But I was, I've been thinking about, you know, traveling around the world and stuff. Thank you, thank you, because I see, I psychically see you going and traveling across the waters. So it may be by boat. It might not just be by plane, okay? Okay. And so I'm going to tell you what this card says. It says your relationship with money is being affected by your past life experiences. For instance, you may have had a lifetime of extreme poverty or even of wealth. Many people struggle to save money because their other lifetimes involve communal wealth, where the convent, tribe, or village provided for everyone's needs. In those lifetimes, there is no such thing as individual savings accounts or separate possessions. It says, as a result, you may find that your finances are perplexing or upsetting or a mystery. Your income may be a roller coaster up and down until you come to terms with the fact that you're currently incarnated in a Western capitalistic society that operates on individualism. Does any of that make sense to you? Yeah. So this says, to heal the situation, understand that money is merely energy, and this can be used for good purposes or negative negative ones. Know that money is in itself a neutral, which it is. It's just energy and, and it's a form of exchange. So it's what you do with it that matters. Act in the act with the intention to help the world through charity and generosity. That is a noble virtue. But I will tell you this also, Ashiel. Uh, I would I would want to tell you that you want to keep your heart open around your money because uh, it's almost like if you get so wealthy. Uh, that might be a little bit of a hard thing for you to deal with. You know how some famous people start uh, donating to charities and things like that? Yeah, that could be me. I love to help people, too. It's true. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's one thing to help you keep your heart open around your money because uh, for you, you don't want to have that money trap you. Okay? Yeah. Um, can I just ask a quick question? Maybe it's part of what you said. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was um, I was about to relaunch my business uh, next month, January. Yeah. So I just want to see what kind of energy you pick up on that. I think I think you're I think you're going to do very well. To be honest with you, you might have a couple of little struggles, and you might have to like I don't know if you've restarted like three or four times, but when when I look at your business, it feels like you're going to get it right, or you're going to do like um, how can I say it? Not a not a kickstart, but um, sometimes almost segue into something else, or like a pry bar helping you get out of here and catapulting you into something else. I see you being very successful, but that doesn't mean you're not going to have to work work for it. Okay, that's cool. I'm, you know, I'm willing to work for it, and uh, it's oh, cool I what know you, you are. I'm I'm open to you know not only start my my online business, sales business, but I'm also open to taking another direction if some opportunity comes that way. So I look yes. forward to it. Well, again, I, I really see you doing very well. And again, you're a brainstormer, so please keep open to the universe as God channels down to to help you. Okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So much fun, you guys. So much fun.
All right, let's see who we have next online here. Hi, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Lisa from Arizona. My goodness. Hi. Hey, Lisa. How are you? Fine. I thought that was so endearing to hear about your granddaughter. Thank you. Isn't that really the coolest thing, though, seriously? Yeah. I have. I have. It's it's. I mean, it really you, to see my one granddaughter be a channeler as a little child is just amazing. Oh, and I think. Oh, and I think the thing that I didn't say about my other granddaughter. So listen to this one. The little one, Evelyn. She's my great granddaughter. When my granddaughter said, "Which ornament do you want?" because they didn't have a lot of ornaments, my great great granddaughter, who is five years old so going back to that five-year-old stage right where they're still halfway remembering the other side where they just came over from and now they're getting grounded in this physical reality right so she said to my granddaughter she goes i'll take this one mommy she goes i remember making it oh she didn't make that ornament that came from my dead sister oh so when you hear a little one saying, I'll take that one, Grandma, because I remember making that, my granddaughter said, Grandma, I think it might, you know, Evelyn might be your dead sister, not your dead mother. So I'm going like, okay. Wow. <laughs> so, all right. Things to watch out for. Okay. So Lisa, right? Yes. So let me do, let me shuffle these cards for you, and then we're going to see... And then I'll see what pictures pop into my mind for you, Lisa. Okay. Oh, I can tell you right away. All right. Now, I don't even know if this makes sense to you. I always have to say it doesn't always have to make sense, but do you like babies? Um, you know, I... Uh, I I I try to take care of them when I'm around them as, as you know I pour a lot of concentrated energy in taking care of them and yeah. um trying to make them happy they are a lot good reason <laughs> you know good reason I I'm just oh, not the real. type that can relax you know and just say oh okay well that will take care of itself no I'm right there yeah so I mean I love the children that are in my life yes. at the same time it's, it's a tremendous like when my grandchild comes around and I said you know I work very hard I, I, I tell him I work harder when you come around and that's good because it makes me a better person and yes. you know yes. I, everything is so much better when you're here because I work so hard and Aww. and it's just better it's better, but it, you know I am. I'm doing, you know, I'm home cooking. I'm cleaning. I'm, you know, uh, trying to make everything nice for him. And but I do, you know, it goes hand in hand. I tell him, you yeah. know, it's just everything is so much nicer, and I'm a better person when you're around. Well, I I honestly had a picture of you being a midwife, and oh and this, really? Yes, ma'am midwifery and it doesn't look like 
like the like 1800s. You know what I mean? It might have been like earlier than the 1800s, where you know, with the white little bonnet and you know, um, God, I, it, it wasn't. You know, when the you see the women in the castles giving birth and they're having a hard time. You would have been one of the midwives that were helping the people in the general towns. Oh, wow. Giving birth. Yeah. That's what just Gosh. came in. Yeah. Wow. So tell me when to stop shuffling these cards, Lisa, so I can see what else is here for you. Okay. You can stop. Okay. Oh, did you have to work on forgiveness for any reason? I, um, no, I never worked on it. I just, it, it evolved. It evolved. You're just, oh, I never, got it. Perfect. So you are forgiveness now. Okay. So you're the space of forgiveness. Okay. Does that make sense? If it just evolved? Yeah, it just, you know, it's just evolved i'm not you know i tell this is another thing i tell people when they say i want to be you know god help me i want to be forgiving when we say i want to be forgiving well god's going to give you situations where you have to exercise and learn how to forgive so you don't want to say i want to be forgiving or please help me with forgiveness issues you you just want to say i am forgiving so whatever comes in your life it's like nope I can forgive that. I don't have to worry about drawing in all these lessons. Um, And I don't know if you had, and first off, I'm hearing something about a mechanic. So I don't know if you also had anything to do with mechanics. Uh, But I'm just going to save that for you because that's one of the things that just keeps coming here. And did you ever have anything around your, your food or nutrition or anything? As far as um, any challenges like, this lifetime? Um, no, what I'm understanding more about myself is my mother never gave us, uh, wasn't demonstrative for us, but what she did was we, and we were poor, we were very poor, we were a very large family, and we were always Bad. And she had her women's magazines and pulled recipes of recipes and fed us, you know, three squares a day. Every table was always set. Everything was uh, prepared. And wow. so today what I do, and I've known that about myself, I just didn't understand why I would do it. And now I understand. I, when I get stressed out, I'm in the kitchen and I'm just concocting something. And people tell me, we can walk into the kitchen and think there isn't anything to eat in the, you know, nothing available to eat. But you go in and you you concoct three squares, you know, three uh, dishes. And and I was in the kitchen when I was six, starting at the age of six. But I just recently just started really connecting with how – and my neighbor told me, he said, when you start going into your insanity, meaning when I cook, you know, at yeah. 3 a.m. or whatever, 
He said, go ahead and share whatever, throw it my way, share whatever you're, you know, because I am a good cook. And wow. um, so I, yeah, that's where uh, we, she wasn't demonstrative, but she was, you know, she never wavered. Every morning she got up and everything was folded and polished and, and she she ran it like a, not a tight tip, she just never wavered and and those dishes were always on the table, and there was always a variety, and there was always. So we we grew up. I mean, I certainly did, uh, knowing how to stretch a penny in the kitchen. You know, when people say, yeah. "Oh, I can't afford fresh fruit or whatever," that's not true. You just you, there's a way to do it. Yes. Well, that's your that's your food and hunger card. That that's definitely your food card. And that's your, that was your mom's way of how she knew how to share love with you guys. So, so that's one of the great things that you, so that you got. And so now you get to turn that back on and helping people. So that's wonderful. Well, Lisa, thank you for calling to the show. Um, I do know that we've got several other callers that we have to run to here. And so we're going to take our next caller and uh, let's see who we have next. Online. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi, and I know who this is. This is our friend Kimberly. Hi, this is Kimberly. I'm from Indiana. <laughs> yes. yes, you are. Yes, you are. So, well, well, this will be fun, um, Kim, to see what comes up with these past life cards. Are you ready? I am. All right, so let's see, let's see. And for those of you guys that uh, join the show all the time, uh, Kim joins us at different times. Uh, Kim is very much into the spiritual field. Uh, She loves the spiritual field. And along with the rest of us, um, Kim, one of her gifts that she has, she loves reading the Ruin Stones. And also, she has had the gift of having a couple of dead people come through on her recordings, which is called an EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon. So uh, what that is, everybody, is that, like, say when I'm doing a psychic reading or a seance, um, Kim's had this experience with one of the gals that was doing a a reading at one of the psychic fairs out in Lincoln, Nebraska, also, uh, while we're talking. Now, we just figured this out this week. I want to share that with you guys. I came across one of the psychic readings that Kim had. Now, I collect the spirit voices on recordings. So if I do a psychic reading for any of you guys and you go like, Jorian, listen to this. It's at 12 minutes. You know, listen to what it's like, hello. So you're going to hear a whisper in the background. And in, in Kim's recording, this was so amazing. I was going over the recording, and this was probably from three or four years ago, but I just, of course, just came across it. That's how the psychic stuff works. And listening to the reading, Kim says uh, to this gal, she goes, that's amazing. Now, you could hear that, but we never caught that until this week. Then the reading goes on, and we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for the spirit voice, and then the spirit voice says, yeah. That's amazing. So the reason it's amazing is because 
this person that was her probably first dead boyfriend, right, Kim? That's one of your earliest dead boyfriends? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, the, the spirit voice was, it said, that's awesome. Oh, that that's awesome. Just, Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was just totally his demeanor. Like, it really, like, you know, if you could just picture him saying that. And she had said the word first, and it was like he was talking right back to her, but it was only like, goodness, maybe three minutes after she said what she said, then he's saying this. That was cool. So it sounded like he was trying to do a dialogue with her. Now, uh, I've seen a lot of the different TV shows, and I'm also a paranormal investigator. So when you're out here working with the dad and you're out there actually asking questions, I haven't had it where the people are starting a dialogue as it looks like this this was in this situation. It was really amazing. Eventually, I'm going to get it up on my website, coffeepsychic.com. So I'm having my web, website redone right now as we speak. And you guys can uh, go to my website later on, and I'll have a separate area that's going to have electronic voice phenomenon. So that's that's just pretty darn exciting. So if you guys get recordings and you think you hear some sort of whisper or something like that, please don't blow it off. That's some That's a dead person trying to contact you. All right, so, Kim, tell me when to stop shuffling these, and then you and I can talk later on after the show. Tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. Oh, my God, I just felt your mother coming in saying, tell your dad I said hi. I will. Okay. So um, there's something about the Greek and Roman times here for you. So we're going to look at what this is. Greco, Greco-Roman. This says that this card indicates that you have had a significant life in Greece or Rome that is influencing the situation that you're inquiring about. You may have noticed that you're drawn to uh, Greco-Roman architecture, culture, and spirituality. Perhaps you've even visited areas in the Mediterranean which felt similar, strangely similar. Often when we visit a place where we've lived in other lives, we've experienced a sense of deja vu. During your Greco-Roman lifetime, you had experiences and relationships that formed the basis for your present life situation. You've also carried the knowledge forward uh, that you gained in that lifetime. Now that you're consciously aware of that connection to Greece and Rome, spend the time researching these ancient cultures and the spirituality associated with those places. Your research will trigger memories and insights, and you'll come to a better understanding of yourself and your situation. So I'm not sure if that makes sense, but we can look at that uh, later on also. But I want to tell you guys, um, I don't know if you've heard of Edgar Cayce. Edgar Cayce has this organization called the ARE, the Association for Research and Enlightenment, they do many past life regression seminars. They did years and years and years ago when I went there. And they would start suddenly putting music on, and they would start um, flashing different pictures from around the country. So if you would have an emotional reaction, be it a positive reaction, and you're going like, oh, my God, that feels wonderful, then that means that you were in that part of the country or that part of the world in a past life. 
if you had a negative reaction to something, that means for sure you were in that country, that part of the world, in a lifetime and had a negative experience. If you have no reaction to what they're showing or playing, then really you weren't in that part of the world in any of your incarnations. So that's something else also to think about. All right. All right, Kim, I don't know if that made sense to you right now, but we can also go Not ahead really. and take a look at something. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Really, but I'm like Greek. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, uh, well, I like Greek food. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that's a possibility. <laughs> Maybe All I right, should be working at a and Greek I, restaurant. And I, <laughs> and I think, so I know, I know Kim well enough that um, I can do a past life regression on her and have her experience what it is to go into this altered state and revisit a past life and then have it, you know, when we're having challenging times in this lifetime, one of the best things you can do is go to a hypnotherapist, ask them if they can go ahead and do a regression for you, and then ask them to place you at the most important lifetime in the past that in a past life that has everything to do with this current lifetime. That's what you want to ask. And then you'll go back and you'll find out, like, who the relationships were, if you were poor, if you were really rich and stingy and you're going through hardships now, you know. And then there's normally, like, um, there's a process that you go through with forgiving, and it's just really an amazing experience. So if you guys have any really great uh, hypnotherapists, and please don't go to just anybody or anyone that's brand new. I just have to share that with you. Uh, you've got places like the Mid-America Hypnosis Conference um, that's held here in the Chicagoland area every October. They've got very reputable hypnotherapists. And you can find some good hypnotherapists online hey, also. But also please check with the Better you? Business Bureau as well. All right. Well, Kim, thank you. you I will talk. Huh? Is that something you do? Uh, I'm not doing the regression work right now, only because I have dogs and they make a lot of noise. (laughs) And that's where. So I stopped doing some of my regression, uh, my regressions, because I literally have these beautiful, amazing dogs, and they uh, they bark like crazy, and that would be quite an interference in the regression work. So, uh, but I have a gentleman that works on the north side of Chicago. His name is Larry Garrett, and I would love to have him on the show sometime to talk about the regression work that he does. He's really amazing, and uh, that's one of the uh, closest people that I know. Also, our friend Dave Gunning that comes in, uh, he's our astrologer, so he does mostly astrology right now, but uh, both he and I were studying hypnosis at the same time, so he's also another hypnotherapist. All right. So, Kim, thank you. I will talk to you later, and we're going to take another call and see who we have online here. Hello, caller. Who is this, and where are you calling from? This is Michelle, and I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Well, I'm dying to talk to you because everything you said, and you're going to die when I tell you when I tell you, but I want to hear what you have to say about me first. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) How beautiful. All right, let me get these cards shuffled for you, Michelle. Okay, now two things. Let me tell you right away two things that are seriously coming up. And, again, I can't tell you guys for sure if it's going to make sense right away. 
But I can see you, Michelle, in a past life, and I can see you as a fisherman. And I also, I mean, who doesn't love Hawaii? But I can well, see Hawaii around you. Well. Do you like any of that stuff, like Hawaii, the water? I mean, really, I think you were one of the fishermen that used to take the nets out in the water. Well, let me tell you this. You're going to shit. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really believe, and I have intuitions, and um, and I'm very good intuitive, and um, I'm just oh my gosh, okay. So I think I think angels come in stronger sometimes, and it can be overpowering. You know what I mean? So, anyways, yeah. uh, I live on a boat. You talked about a boat earlier. No, oh my god, and I get on the water. And, and I want to travel, but our boat and the motors broke down right now for a year. We've been waiting a year to get it fixed. We're oh. waiting on the people to get it fixed. And then, wait till you hear the rest, my daughter, uh, I had to call 911, and uh, I about delivered the baby because they had me get a shoestring and towels, and she broke her water here, and she had the baby in the ambulance. Then oh, you my talked word. About, then you talked about um, the diet thing. Well, I've been trying the diet, and then okay. my daughter, my daughter, my <laughs> Has daughter this whole lived in. Been about you, Michelle, this whole time. <laughs> and and then my daughter, my daughter, seriously, I got strong angels. My daughter lived in Hawaii and graduated high school in Hawaii. Oh and, gosh. And then the other part about fishing is my uncle was a f- captain and fisherman, and I do love to go fishing. So it's just oh, and everything that you have mentioned to everyone is like tonight. Oh my god! Wow. You know, is that not a trip or what? It that I'm sometimes telling you, that is a angels, trip. Yeah, I, sometimes I do believe angels can come in very strong. Oh yes, ma'am. Oh, there's no doubt about it. You you can have this. this again, I love tell. I love talking about the angels in the spirit world. You can actually, you guys have to know that we are all angels for different people in our lifetimes. If you feel so compelled to walk up to somebody because God has so, he's, he's speaking through you to tell somebody a message, please do that, you guys. God uses all of us. And, yes, um, he does. Yes, he does. Just like when you talked about forgiveness, that was yes, another ma'am. thing that hit me because my daughter you know, she had put me in jail because she lied because she wanted to be with her boyfriend. So that was okay. very hard to forgive. You know what I mean? Yes. It just, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it just, uh, I'm anxious all to hear what all you have to say. All these crazy life experiences we have to go through, Michelle. I know. It's just wild. I'm just like, I need to talk to you in person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I sometimes forget to get my number up, so let me do that. So, you know, you guys can check me out at coffeepsychic.com. If you go to coffeepsychic.com, you can get on my free email newsletter list. You know, I am on Facebook. And I, I got to tell you guys, please don't leave a message on Facebook. I, I'm still trying to navigate it. I'm one, of these, I'm one of these people that, you know, it's like, oh, give me a call, you know. And for you to call me, that's the best preferred contact of method that I have, method of contact. And that number is 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. That would be for a full, in-depth psychic reading. 
And really, I cannot tell what is going to come out of my mouth for each and every one of you guys. Because, again, many times it's not me talking. It's the Spirit speaking through me. So, uh, so Michelle, I'm going to hop on another call, but I, it was really delightful talking with you tonight. Can and, I ask um, you a question? Yeah, oh, go ahead. We've been waiting a year to get our boat fixed. When do you see them fixing our boat? I'd be surprised if it's not by March. Somewhere around March. If it's not going to be March, it's going to be August. But you will get your boat fixed. And oh the only gosh, other thing, probably... you've got a couple other things going on with the boat, really, that you still need to handle. Also, I have to tell you. And they okay. feel like they're probably like more like minor things. But I would get, it's almost like getting ready to sell your house. you got to paint this, do this, do that, fix this, fix that. It's like that. Okay. Yeah, we're working okay. on it. <laughs> Man, okay. I'm telling you, I, I do think you're completely blessed. And I would, uh, I would use sea salt. And here's a prayer I can tell you. This is what I tell people. You want to take a red tapered candle. This is one of the best prayers. I've got to get it on TikTok or on my Facebook page or something. Take a red tapered candle, cut off the bottom by about an inch. It's these little tapered, you know, that you have these dinner, you know, fancy dinners. Then you put these two little candles on each side of your table. Cut off the end by an inch. Then you take olive oil and from the middle of the candle, wipe it to each end, asking God to remove But you're going to say, ask God to remove any and all negative energy that's getting in my way of getting our boat fixed. And then you turn that candle upside down, and you have to burn it upside down because you are releasing, the, you are uh, reversing the energy that's currently going on. You want to reverse it. So you've got this energy that's stuck around you right now, and you want to get it unstuck. So you're going to burn that candle upside down, and, of course, you have to melt the liquid wax in the candle holder and then allow it to stand upright and then burn it upside down, and that is going to move the energy around you. So please let me know if that works for you. Well, I know it works. So please let me know how that works, but you got to keep doing it, and that's to move the energy. All right, Michelle, thanks for calling in. All right, great talking to you. All right, let's see who we have next online. Hi. Hi. Hello? Hi, who is this? <laughs> this is Christy. Hi, Christy, and where are you calling from? I'm calling from Chicago. Okay, and and let me go ahead and do these cards for you, Christy. So I'm going to tell you something. Um, I'm picking up some energy from you already and um two things so when uh and i'm shuffling these cards so you can tell me when to stop mm-hmm. let me just right there for Chris. right there okay all right good so i'm not going to look at these yet but i'm going to tell you i can see that you have been a um like a wash maid like where you would have been a servant to do mm-hmm. some, how can I say it, like like being a housemaid, being a washmaid. But this is like a long time ago. And uh, this was like a really, really, really long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. And so you would have been like a washmaid and you would have been cleaning up after somebody that was kind of uh, well off. 
and um and the other part is you were you were like really rich in a past life and i don't know um how that is for you right now but you were really 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 rich in a past life but um and then you were also a wash maid now looking down at your cards right now do you work with the angels christy yes i do yeah because you've got a bunch of angels here it's really funny because when i was looking at the work it looked like when i was looking at the two lifetimes excuse me it looked like you were happier being the wash maid than you were with all that money because That's it feels true. like all that money kept you separate from people does that, that make is, any sense for you it does because um as in this current life i do i have always served people even my entire family i was actually yeah. treated like a housemaid um, and wow. me, money doesn't mean anything to me. It just, I don't, sh- if I have to show affection, money is not what I use to show affection. I don't think money is the right thing for me to use because anybody can give you money doesn't mean anything. So money has not really meant much to me in this lifetime as well. Um, I've wow. always liked to serve people and help people in this lifetime. So what you're saying makes a lot of sense to me. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I think money kept you away from people in this other lifetime because you didn't look really happy there. But being mm-hmm. the washmaid and taking care of people, that that kept you closer and connected. And then the card is just all of the angels that are around you. And uh, let me take a peek at the definition that they have on the angels here for you. It says, you drew this card as a sign from your guardian angels who have been with you throughout your soul's history. In between each lifetime, your angels work with you to review the lessons that you've just learned. They also help you prepare and plan for your next lifetime. You may have functioned as an angel during your time in heaven. I I, I could see that. This says well, you ha- people call me angel. A lot of people say I'm an angel. <laughs> yes, they do. Of course they do. <laughs> of course they do. Oh, my God, that is so great, Christy. This says, you've helped guide and healed your loved ones, just like your angels do for you. As a result, you hold a deep love for guardian angels. Does that make sense? Yes, people say I'm healing. People can tell me all their secrets. They don't shy away. They tell me everything. They they they, They say, why am I saying all of this? I've never shared this with anyone. Wow. 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 You know, I want to say this to you also. Something else that's coming in here. It also looks like you've been um, an East Indian woman. Um, Oh, my God. A mother, but East Indian, and, like, very, very beautiful, but one also that helps a lot of people. Does that speak to you in any way? Yeah, I kind of look like an Indian. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> yes, I do. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, I can I can see you wow. with this compassion and love. Almost here, this is what it reminds me of. 
There is an East Indian woman, her name is, um, I believe her name is Amla, the Hugging Saint. And people go to her, and they just hug her. And that's, you know, people get in lines and lines and lines, and she lives in an ashram in Illinois. And so she, she is, so that's the kind of generosity of heart that you have, which is really beautiful. Wow, everything so resonates so well. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense because I don't care about money at all. I tell people all I need is just a little to eat and sleep. Um, if I have money, I use that to help uh, poor people. I don't care wow, about nice. the fancy material stuff. I don't care about none of that. Nice. That's beautiful, honey. Wow. Well, Amazing. remember these angels are watching over you. Thank you so much. This is beautiful. Oh, thank you, and Merry Christmas to you, Christy. Merry Christmas. All right, God bless you. All right, bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my God, you guys, how wonderful, huh? Holy moly. All right, let's see what we have next online here. Oh. Hi. Hi, caller. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Oh, this is Kay from Illinois, Chicago. I haven't talked to you for a long, long time. Kay, welcome back to the show. Oh wow! I didn't. I'm so glad I. I didn't think you would um, get a hold. Uh, you know, you would get me. Um, I know. I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. Well, let me let yeah. me shuffle these cards for you, and let's see what a past life shows up for you. Okay, Kay. Uh huh. Let's see what past lives. Yeah, so much, so much with the past life stuff. I just. I I just love doing past life regressions in the past with people. It's just. I have seen so many things in past life regressions. Um, people in a regression will actually come out and have having had a healing afterward. They're like, oh. it's like, oh, my body doesn't hurt anymore, <laughs> and it, and actually it goes away because they were holding this energy from a past life. Okay, mm. so you tell me when to stop shuffling. Stop. Okay. All right, I'm gonna cut it in half. Wow, now this is interesting. So now I always ask permission. Can I say anything to you at all? Yes. Okay. So have there been some times where you, and I don't know if anyone was really in prison in the past or not, but this card represents imprisonment and slavery, and sometimes it's feeling like you are also, like you're stuck or trapped in a situation, something like that. But Mm -hmm. um, this could have been something where you might have had something in the past, in a past life where you got you were in jail of some sort. Wow. I personally have had a lot of regressions and I saw myself in a jail one time years. I mean this is I don't know how many centuries ago, but it was actually centuries ago. Mhm. That I was there myself. So these uh these cards come up. Let me see. Let me see if we can find out what else it says here. Yeah, this says, yes, that you spent time imprisoned or in slavery. Your rights were taken mm-hmm. from you as well as your dignity and your freedom. It says you are free now, but you still may harbor fears related to that lifetime. For example, you may feel claustrophobic in confined spaces or on airplanes, or you may have developed a form of Stockholm Syndrome where you feel empathetic toward those who abused you. On the other hand, your experiences can also make you feel 
exquisitely compassionate toward those who suffer. You may devote yourself to defending underdogs and bringing more love and justice into this world. To heal Mm. any residual fears from that previous lifetime, remember the details of the past life to loosen the shackles and free yourself from the symptoms. Channel your um, altruistic feelings and tendencies into helping society. Acts of kindness and compassion heal the individual as well as the world. Oh, wow. Now, were, you, were you going through any time where you kind of felt trapped or stuck? Well, I guess financial stuck, but um, my father died, and I believe I'm entitled to inheritance, but my sister won't give me the money, so I might have to sue her. And I just wanted to know if that's, is that a good idea or just wait till she softens up? Um. If you kind of wait till somebody softens up, the deals might, the doors might close. Okay, so I should definitely so, go and let the lawyer take care of it. Well, if you're, if you, are you asking me as a psychic? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm you, about to get an attorney. You feel like you deserve that money, that gift of inheritance from your father? Yes. Then you have to step up, Kay. You're gonna have to step up. Ask a ask a lawyer what he thinks. You guys can forgive each other afterward, but if she's kind of hoarding his money and that's actually part yours, then you are probably yeah. going to have to call a lawyer and let them deal with that for you. Get your get get the help you need. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um. I'm, I'm. That's what I'm planning on doing. But I just I feel so bad that someone could do that to me that I trusted. You know. Well, I mean that that's just it. We you know, money is a really strange, strange, strange thing when it comes down to people dying or what they feel they're entitled to and all that other stuff. And it is rightfully part yours. So you're unfortunately gonna have to fight against somebody that you love and just say, No, you are not being fair and dad wanted us to split this, so I, I'm gonna have to stand up for myself. Okay? Okay. Yes, thank you. All right. Yes, and Merry Christmas, honey. All right. Same to you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, you guys, the show's almost over, so don't hang up. Don't hang up. Um, I just want to say this is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic. Of course, you know that if you want a more in-depth reading, you can call me at area code 219-940-9292. Again, that number is... 219-940-9292. Check me out at coffeepsychic.com. I do the full readings uh, all the time. I do uh, psychic house parties, corporate events. Um, I'm an exorcist. And, again, you can check me out on Facebook at uh, The Coffee Psychic or Coffee Psychic. All right. So let's go to our next caller here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Elizabeth from Chicago. Hey, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Um, I am really yeah. great. Thanks for joining us tonight. And well, yeah, let me great, go ahead. Great topic. Um, and I remember as a little kid, I, I used to say to my mom, when I was older, I used to do this, and she'd get so mad at me. And then I... It really baffled me. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, that's that is I funny, remember. isn't it? 
yeah, I'm like, what, what happened? Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Um, Let me do this for you, yeah. And even, I was telling you guys about my one granddaughter, Joanna. She literally, at two years old, walked up to me. We were in a, a, a UPS store, and she walked up to me with a card, and she put it in my hand. Now, this is like a two-year-old. And she puts this card in my hand. It's from Stonehenge. And it, in the inside of the card, it says, my soul, know, my soul knew you the day you were born. And I'm going like, whoa, wait, what? And I looked at this card, and I went back to the card corral where they had all these other cards. You know all the other cards were cartoon cards. There, there weren't any other spiritual cards on there. Why would she pick out that card and hand me a card that said, my soul knew you the day you were born? Well, you know, it's funny. And, um, I had a... I have a little niece, and she um, she was probably four or five years old. And mm-hmm. um, I was at the lake with her, and I said, boy, uh, one day maybe you could swim all the way, you know, across to the little floaty thing out there. And she said, oh, no. She said, I used to do that when I was, uh, when I was a boy. And, I said, and so I thought, okay. Whoa. I said, well, let me, let me just add, I don't want to, I didn't want to question her too closely, but I, <laughs> I said, so yeah. Because I wanted her to talk, I didn't want to lead her. So I said, "Where where did you live?" She said, "Well, I lived on the other side of the lake." And I said, "Well, who did you live with?" And she said, "My mother." I said, "Did you live with anybody else?" She said, "No, it was just me and my mother. I was a boy, and I used to be able to swim right across the lake." And, and I I was shocked because <laughs> she's a wow. little tiny girl. Thought, okay, so I just left it at that. But yeah, it came out of her mouth, and I thought, okay. So you never know. Well, you know? it's really fun because um, they actually have uh, many young children that have remembered them, their past lives, literally, literally to the point where these little children have gone over to the next village and said, "That's my wife." Like a little boy who kept having to, like he kept putting sticks in his mouth because he wanted to smoke a cigar. And he would try to get a cigar, but then they'd take it away from him because, of course, here's a child that shouldn't be smoking a cigar. they take it away from him, and he keeps talking about his wife, his wife, his wife, his wife, so his parents are going crazy. And it's like she lives over there in the next town or the next village, and they take him over there. And he literally goes up and says, you're my wife. But the deal was the woman sat with him, and he told her all of the stuff that they did together in a previous life. Wow, that's so that stuff's real, and that's them <laughs> really remembering this past life stuff. I mean, that's just cool. So, yeah. All right, so Elizabeth, tell me when to stop shuffling these cards for you. Okay. Yeah. Now? Stop. All right. All right. So let's see what they have to say. Oh, you got two of them. Wow, this is very interesting. So. Do you have any phobias? Have there been anything that you had to deal with, like uh, like that one thing saying uh, claustrophobia or any kind of fears that you had to deal with this lifetime? Um, about halfway into my life, I, you know, I used to drive everywhere, and then I just got terrified in the car when I would. I was on the Dan Ryan, or I just I'd freeze up, or you know, like and I couldn't. So I'm I'm scared of driving. Uh, I'm scared of car crashing and you know things like that, which didn't happen early on. But it kind of now I 
you know, I'm very careful who I drive with. I, I, I don't know. So that's the only thing I can think of, really. There could be a past life that's bleeding through, and or you might have been driving through somebody else's energy that just had an accident. You could have an attachment that died in a car accident, so not connected mm. to you. Oh, and okay. um, and I've seen it many times when somebody's had a car accident, all of the fear energy it spills like an oil spill, and it's not cleaned up, so it lays in an area uh, where the accident happened. People drive over this, and they go like, a, they go like, it's like, oh my god, and then they go like, oh wait, nothing's happening. So they re-experienced what they just drove through, like a fog. Yeah, I do that on bridges too. I was driving over when I drive over a bridge. I go like two miles an hour, and my hands are clenched on the wheel. I'm like, yes, I don't yes. Even look. Uh, so I don't know. I think a lot of people have that one, but um, I don't know. So it might have Could been. Be. So might have been something with the um, with the phobias. It might have been something with the heights uh, that you might have fallen and died. Also, that's probably. Hmm. Oh, I think you also. Can I can I say this out loud? Is that okay? Sure. Do you have any issues around your neck? Oh my God, I have a really bad neck. Yes. I think you've had a past lifetime. Did you hear me? Are you kidding? Yeah. No, ma'am. I just saw it. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. My neck has been a big problem for me my whole life. Um, Yeah. So this is what I would suggest to you. You're in Illinois. So this this is what I would suggest to you. Two things. I would suggest a Reiki healing, okay? Now, I'm a Reiki healer, but my daughter does it. But if you've got any Reiki healers around you, I would say get a Reiki healing. The other part is um, I've been studying shamanism, and I know many times you can get a shaman to do a healing on you also. And you can go into um, into get the the shamanic healing, and I can tell you the one shamanic healing that I did with this fellow years ago. I ended up seeing him in the stockades, and he had nothing but trouble with his with his shoulders. He was like, "Oh God, this is terrible." He goes, "Just find out what's the matter with my shoulders." Well, he was in the stockades because he had done something wrong, and they locked him up. And so he had this trouble with his neck and his shoulders for years. And as soon as we did that healing, Elizabeth, bada bing, bada boom, he came up and he goes, man, he goes, I'm, it feels amazing. He goes, there's lightness on my shoulder and my neck now. So to me, um, it, it, I just saw a picture of you getting hung by a rope. So that's one of the ways you got killed. The, that would make sense for you having these phobias also. And even stop and think about it, going over a bridge, you're high. And if you were dangling from something, that would make sense also for going over a bridge. Was I, was this a, like a racial thing or a punishment or, oh, you know? Oh, no, as a matter of fact, it was not, uh-uh. No, ma'am, it wasn't a racial thing at all. But it feels like, uh, feels like you were Caucasian and it feels like they were Caucasian. And I don't see... I'm not seeing uh, past what happened to you, but it does look like you were hung, like you just got killed by being hung. Oh, okay. Hmm. And I don't think you were a witch. 
I'd have to really, I'd really have to feel that one out. But I think you were probably, probably would be close to something like that. They were probably blaming you for something that you didn't do, and that's just how they killed people. You probably got caught in a bad situation, wrong time, wrong place, probably kind of thing. Yeah, because um, my neck is, uh, man, I went in for an operation and they didn't secure my neck and it spasm for days and days and then and I get vertigo from my neck being off and you know I've it's all fractured when they you know um yeah I've been cracking it myself and then they said I fractured the hell out of it and yeah I am a very precarious it's very weird oh no uh yeah well I think getting I think getting a, a Reiki healing and I think maybe doing some regression work or getting a shaman to do like a shamanic healing to like lift up some of that energy might be really workful for you, helpful for you. Oh, okay. Well, I, I greatly appreciate that. That's very interesting. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. And you have to forgive your mother for anything. Was your mom just a wonderful person? Yeah, my mom uh, was uh, was a wonderful person. I was very lucky. She was just a very giving, sweet, nice person. Yeah, yeah, she, she feels fabulous. I don't I don't know if there's still something like she she passed already, didn't she? Yes, she did. So um, I don't know if there's something that you need to forgive her for, like maybe dying on you too early. I don't know. But there might be something or maybe just you should just talk to your mom more. That's what I think. Oh, yeah, well I thought my husband died, I talk to him all the time, but I don't actually talk to my mom much. Um but maybe she's looming. Who knows? <laughs> I would. No, no, not looming. No, no, just free and available, just for a little chat when you need it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Then come Mom. down and visit anytime they feel like it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Well, I appreciate your your doing that for me. I appreciate it very much, and I always enjoy your show. So I I try to listen every time you're on. Um, so it's fun. Uh, it's very interesting. So, okay, well, I'll let you move on to whatever, because I know you're running late. All right, well, listen, Merry Christmas to you. Oh, okay, you too, and your family. All right. Very good. Thanks, but, Elizabeth. All right. Oh, my God, you guys, so many things, so many wonderful things. All right, let's see who we have next online. And this is our last caller. Caller, hi, who is this? Hey, this is Christy. I live in Tennessee. Hey, Christy, welcome to the show. Hey. Hey. All right. Well, let me go ahead and see what we have as far as a past life goes on here for you, okay? Okay. All right. So you're currently this lifetime in Tennessee. This is for Christy, 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 Christy. So I don't know if your dad died or not, honey, but there's a man here that says he loves you very much and he feels like a father. Could be a father-in-law, could be a grandfather. Um, probably my grandpa. He's the only one that I was really close to in the family. Okay, good. Loves you very, very much. Okay, was your grandpa a hunter, or did anyone like doing the hunting or nature outside stuff? Um, he was, as far as hunting, no, uh, but he was into nature and um, like herbs and stuff like that. And animals. Okay, good. Very good. Very good. Not hunting them, but being with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, so tell me when to stop shuffling. 
We're going to cut this. Wow. Also, you've got the card of imprisonment. Was there anything, like the other gal, was there anything where you felt uh, imprisoned or kind of left alone or something? Yes, my childhood. um, I had a very narcissistic mother, very abusive, verbally abusive, and she left me home by myself a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because this is a card. The orphan card came up for you. Which would feeling like be feeling like you've been left alone or orphaned, and then feeling imprisoned or slavery, yep, so yes. how do you have you freed yourself from that yet? Have you gone out there because you feel like an amazing spirit christy i have um I haven't talked to her or had any association with her in about i want to say about five years. It's one of those okay. things where I kind of had to cut the ties, and it I felt the weight lift off my shoulders once I did that. Yeah. But I do still, like, she comes to me in my dreams a lot, <laughs> and they're aggravating. Yeah. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I'm kind of over it. <laughs> yeah. She probably, her spirit probably misses you, and, yeah. and she's... um. Some people do actually get to grow up and realize what they've done was wrong and hurtful. And um, yeah. and I'm sure that she's missing you. Um, so it would have to be up to you if you want to accept your mom the way she is and the way she isn't and, you know, uh, visit with her and be with her and forgive her. Uh, sometimes people do change. And some people, and some pe- people don't change. So you can actually, if you don't want to see her physically, you can actually visit with her in your dreams, and forgive her in your dreams, and try to have a relationship with her in your dreams. That's possible, also. Yeah. Yeah, that could be possible. Yeah, if it's too, if it's too, how can I say it? Um, if she's still narcissistic, if she's still controlling, if she's still you know, if it's still an unhealthy environment, then it doesn't always work to go back. Yeah, that's the what that's the point that it is now because I have tried to forgive her and like mend our relationship and it's just one of those things where I keep going back and then she just keeps crushing and crushing and she's one of those that always thinks she needs an apology for something that I don't know what to apologize for. <laughs> so I just got tired of it. I was like, no more, no more. There you go. There you go. Yep. Well, that's you. That's you, you know. Here's the saying out there. The little girl that I was yesterday is not the woman I am today. Exactly. But she so has been you, a big teacher in my life, though. Um Yep. It made me be a better person to my children. I love my children. My children love me. Um took got a totally different relationship with my children than she did with me when I was younger. Yeah. And you wouldn't have had that if you didn't go through that experience. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, so sometimes sometimes in hindsight you can go back and say, well, thanks, Mom, because now I've got an amazing life. And... You can still, you can still, if you look at your mom as a soul who came down to have a life on this planet, 
and and then you were supposed to learn lessons, and she had to be the bad guy this lifetime for you to become this amazing woman that you are today. Sometimes the way I look at it is after we die and we're all in this big conference room, we look at each other, and if one of your lessons on your lesson plan was to be abandoned as a little girl and your mom had to be the one to take that job, when you guys are up in this big conference room after you're all dead and stuff on the other side, your mom might be going like, I'm so, so Sorry, I hope you please forgive me. Was I a big was I a big enough jerk? Did I did you learn the lessons you wanted to learn? Talking to your soul, <laughs> your spirit. So yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, sometimes it really is just like that, you know. Yeah. So and since I've been on my spiritual journey, I've actually I have a different perspective of people now. I really do. I don't let things yeah. get to me as much as they used to when people are being jerks. I mean, I still get my yeah. feathers ruffled, but <laughs> <laughs> I think of it on another another level, you know. And, you know, here's the deal. The real deal is, like you said, you've changed. So how has somebody being, um, how can I say it, how has somebody that's being rude or inconsiderate or, whatever they are, how has that altered you to be the better person and to rise above it? Oh, it has changed me a lot. Um, I'm more polite, you know, and I'm more giving and understanding and stuff. And when people are just rude, like it does get to me when I come encountered with like just rude people. Like, But then I look at it like, well, they're just having a bad day, you know, or you don't know what's going on in people's lives. You don't. They might be having a bad life. Somebody might have died the, exactly. the week before. Somebody might have. We don't know, right? But uh, but so expressing a little bit of kindness and gratitude can go a long way. So I've got one more question for you. Did you have Native Americans that were important to you? Any any Indians or any tribes? Or are you on some Native American property by you? Um, I don't know about the property. Um, but from my understanding of what I was told when I was younger, I was really close to my great-grandmother, and she was part, I want to say Cherokee, but I really yeah. didn't know my that kind of, my side of family really well yeah. <laughs> because of my mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's really neat because the Amer- Native American card came out also for you. So that's really neat. That's so cool. Well, all right. Well, I I hope. And um, do I we have do we have time for me to ask one little question? I'll be real quick. You can, yes, ma'am. Go right ahead. <laughs> um, is there any way that you can tell me or confirm to me? Um, am I getting visited by spirits at night in my bedroom? Um. So, the answer is yes, and it's interesting because I don't know if you had any boyfriends that died or any males that died, not just other spirits, but I get the sense of a man coming in trying to talk to you. The only one I can think of would be my grandpa or my uncle. Those are the only really two family members that I knew of that had passed away that were male. Oh, it doesn't have to be a family member, though, ma'am. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a family member. This could have been somebody that knew you. Um, when you were going to school, 
could be anything like that, but it clearly looks like a younger man. I mean, I mean, if it's your uncle and he's showing himself, because many times people when they die and they come to visit, they really do show themselves at the time where they were really feeling amazing. Uh, when my grandmother died, she showed herself. She was 87 years old, but she showed herself to me like she was 43 years old, and she had bright red flaming hair. And she died that night, and she, oh, wow. she didn't look that young. But the night she came to me was the night she died. But, boy, was she looking young and just beautiful. Yeah. But there's a man that does come. I can see a man coming and talking to you at night. So what you can, I think his name is John, but... But you can actually um, you can actually ask the spirit. You can hear my dogs in the background. <laughs> so you can ask the spirit at night to ask um, who they are and tell you why they're coming. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You have a great night and Merry Christmas to you. You too. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right, well, with my dog saying good night, everybody, this is the end of the show. I want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. I know I'll be seeing you guys next week here. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic with your psychic connection. God bless you all. Big hugs and kisses, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Good night, everybody.